0: Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Dale Walker. I want to welcome you to our Leadership Podcast. We are looking at how to become leaders that lead like Jesus. I'm excited to have you listening. If you want the notes on this, you can get them at dalewalker.life. There's also a lot of other resources to help you grow in your leadership. Share this with someone if you are blessed. I know you will be. God bless you. Well hello everybody. Again, welcome to our podcast. Uh, Pastor Dale here, so so thankful that you're listening in today. I really am excited about, of course, this time of year, Christmas and and New Year's. and a couple of things I just want to to really highlight. Uh, I spend the last week of the year uh, preparing and just asking God for a word for the new year. Uh, I've already got a lot of words I'm sifting out. But also, a big part of it is planning how to grow in my faith, my my leadership. And again, I want to encourage you about your Bible reading plan. Um, we are giving out uh, uh, reading plans in our church. Um, I, I, we use Version a lot. I just want to mention, if you'd like to go to Version and look, my, look me up and ask to be my friend... Uh, you can know about what Bible reading plan. I think that'll be great. Also, you can you can check our website. We're going to have a 21 day uh, 21 days of prayer in January. This is always a highlight, and you can join either live or or by Zoom or 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 Facebook. And I just really want to encourage you, wherever you are in the world, uh, to consider checking into some of those prayer events. Today, I want to kind of continue on something we started to talk a little bit about uh, last month was about adaptability and I want to talk a little bit about maximizing moments today making small moments into big moments um, maybe it has to do with getting older of uh, what we've been through in this season but I know that um, I've been thinking a lot about this uh, maybe as I realize I have fewer moments left I just want to make those fewer moments bigger and better than they ever were. Um, Psalms 90 verse 12 says, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Uh, in the Passion Translations, one part of the interpretation of that verse was help us interpret our life correctly in the, life, in the light of its brevity. Help us uh, really see the importance and value of the moment we're living in. Ephesians 5.16, of course, says, make the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Uh, In other words, if we don't capture moments, they tend to slide towards negative uh, things or towards regret. Someone said, uh, life is a little bit like climbing a slick pole. If you're not moving up, you're sliding down. Uh, A third observation about that verse is that and that what we all know is that the people who have lived the greatest life didn't necessarily live the longest life. Um, Jesus obviously lived 33 years. The question is really not how long you live, but how full did you live? How well did you capture? And what I've learned is victorious people don't have more moments. They just make more out of the moments that they have. And I think that's what the Ephesians five sixteen verse is telling us. Make the most of every opportunity. Make this moment a memory. And that's as I go into 2021 and I just, I'm just very aware of that. God, I can live a bunch of days or I can make memories. I want to make memories in my children and grandchildren and people I love um, in the church and friends. So what we see in this past is that God is at work in moments and you know many times it's what we really will remember and what will impact people's life was not a big bunch of events but but was a special moment here a way that we we increased what was something going on in fact i find it interesting as i look back on my childhood and other things that some of the biggest moments to me now probably weren't thought of as big moments back then. (laughs) I was thinking of uh, my dad taking me out of school when I was in, I think, seventh grade, playing hooky. (laughs) He he just took me home, uh, but I'll never forget that. Uh, I remember my mom spending almost a whole day playing Monopoly with me as a time I was sick at home. You know, those are little things, but wow, for some reason now, I said, wow, that was really, they made a moment with me that really impacted my life uh, forever. I've learned as a pastor, if I'm gonna impact people's lives, it's gonna be because of those moments that I connect with them. Um, You've heard the term a Kairos moment. You know, there's Chronos and Kairos in the Greek and in the Bible. And the the Chronos means uh, the regular idea of time but uh, kairos means in a point of time. When heaven connects with earth, um, the point where eternity breaks through and something in the present is a point where God is in contact with us. As I've ministered to people, I've found that those moments can come in a lot of different ways. But usually they, inv- they involve Hearing the still small voices of the Bible talks about. Uh, Those moments are not advertised. They're not (laughs) fireworks. Usually they're just moments where God is saying, I'm I'm working, I'm breaking through. Uh, Dial in over here. I love the fact in Revelation 3.20, we use this verse for salvation. Obviously salvation uh, is a, divine moment and many of us can remember the first time we felt the conviction of the Holy Spirit and we were suddenly aware this is a moment and uh, you know I tell people there are moments like my salvation or water baptism I will remember forever but in Revelation three twenty, Jesus says I stand at the door and knock and if anyone hears my voice and opens the door I will come in and, and I, I really love that because God moments are not moments that he just crashes in to take over. God's mom, God moments are moments where he gently whispers and we choose to open the door. We choose to invite him in. Um, it can happen in so many ways. You know, as I sometimes will talk to someone or preach, I, I will sense, wow, the atmosphere changed when we talked about that word. Uh, my wife, Sharon, who often does the small groups, she always talks about the God moment. She'll say, you know, we're having a conversation, a Bible study, and and the same word will come up and three people have had a similar experience or all of a sudden someone talks and you see the Holy Spirit, they may start just weeping or they just, you just see that and and, and, and it's leaning into those moments. What's going on here? God, what are you doing? That the greatest change. I remember walking through an airport and uh, was in a hurry to get to my plane and seeing this young girl, teenage girl, uh, laying in her dad, mom's lap, and she—you could tell something was wrong. And 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 I'm just kind of breezing through, and just instantly the spirit is just prompting me: look at, look over there, stop. And and I didn't. I have to say I didn't want to. It was sort of funny because I had. A friend who was taking me to the airport that was a time where you could actually kind of walk with each other to the to the place of takeoff and and they said pastor dale look at that person i think you're supposed to go talk to him so god got my attention and it's so interesting because as i did she was in a crisis and i i asked to pray i remember it was sort of silly i said i'm a christian and i know this is weird but can i pray for you and they were so delighted and Uh, Long story short, they ended up being on the same flight, ministered to the family, led her towards the Lord, and really she became the first convert of the church we planted in Las Cruces many years ago. But it was just a moment, and as I look back, I realize, God, I wonder how many moments you were knocking or whispering, and I just walked right past Help me to still my heart. So what are four ways to make bigger moments or allow ordinary moments to become defining moments? Uh, number one, slow down. Uh, I began this year, last last year, uh, or this January, was reading the book, uh, Eliminating Hurry from Your Life. And it's just, I realize that I get, some of you may, I just get in this rush, deadline to deadline and sermon to sermon and goal to goal and 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 my heart races fast and and because of that my spirit doesn't often often misses God moments. And this idea of slowing down, coming back to the moment is a huge thing. I remember kind of a funny story. Uh, Again, this is going back before GPS, and Sharon and I are are in Los Angeles, totally lost. We're looking at member maps that you actually have to look on and figure out what freeway you're on. And so we ended up with like a three-hour detour going through all these streets. And I'm so frustrated, and I'm just kind of going out of my mind. And and I look over at Sharon, and she keeps smiling. She says, Look at that house. Wow, look at those flowers. I said, who cares about flowers? Who cares about houses, you know? But then I realized something. Her willingness to not miss this moment allowed her to receive peace that I sure didn't have in that place. There's an interesting verse in John where where John says that the Lord Jesus showed them, the disciples, his glory. And and the word to show there uh, his glory. The word glory actually is the word doxa, which means his opinion or his perspective. The Lord has shown us how he sees things, and and that is so powerful. Can I tell you? Number one, if you wanna if you wanna make moments bigger, try to see things from God's perspective, and then ask Him to help you. Uh, like I said, my my wife has a very different perspective. Well, after she started saying that, I intentionally tried to look at the flowers, and, and it helped, you know. Um, but God wants us to intentionally say, okay, God, these things are happening. How could I slow down and maybe look at it from your perspective? You know, in Second Kings 6, there's the story of uh, Elijah's servant and Gehazi and they're surrounded by the enemy and, and he's panicking and and Elijah just says, Lord, open his eyes. And all of a sudden he sees these angels and, and Elijah says, those who are with us are more than be with them. And suddenly they had a divine moment. They, they invited the angels. The Lord causes the enemies to go blind, literally, and delivered them. A key part of of slowing down, I want to add to that is uh, the second one is just learning reflection, learning reflection. Um, I would say the key to making moments bigger is learning to evaluate moments deeper. Um, I, I sometimes say you have to go backwards to go forward. You need to step back in order to step forward. Uh, John Maxwell was famous for saying that experience has never been the best teacher, but evaluated experience is the best teacher. I mean, it's possible to have all kinds of experience and not learn anything. And, and so what does that mean? I believe people who maximize their moments, uh, they step back and reflect. They write. They think about what they went through. They look for input. They meditate. They... They they it's they see what they go through in life as a gold mine. They want to mine it for the gold and, and talk about it and make sure they see what God was doing in that moment because if you reflect and see what God was doing in one moment, the chances are the next time a similar moment comes, uh, you'll see God at work in that moment. Um, stepping back means being willing to do some things that... On the on the front end seems like they're slowing you down but really in the long end they're they're growing you more um, again writing in my journal filing things that God shows me I'm um, taking time to unpack things with an intern all of those things slow you down on the one end but they actually create momentum in the future um, oftentimes in those, Moments in between, God is teaching us things, and if we don't take the time to reflect it, I remember hearing a fellow just saying he was so frustrated on his job because none of his superiors would listen to him, and he would do these assignments, nobody even noticed, and uh, this this his mentor just said, "Don't no, don't worry about it. If you do your best in those assignments, if you learn, you're storing up." The moments and someday 20 years from now in another job or whatever, what you learned today is going to make that moment huge tomorrow. Certainly that's what happened with David and and his slingshot. You know, he's out there in the wilderness and, and, and he practices and he kills a bear and he kills a lion. Well, because he's making those moments big, when it comes time to face Goliath, he has his big moment and he steps into it. Getting a bigger perspective in life through reflection, through reading, through observing, all of these things increasing your soul's capacity make you more aware of what God's doing. I love this uh, little plaque that they say was on John Kennedy's desk. Oh God, the sea is so big but my boat is so small. You know, God, let me... Have a bigger boat. Let me have a bigger perspective of what you might be doing. A third thing that's so key to making moments bigger is um, take the detours or take the tour on the detour. Lean into the interruptions of life. When things happen that you didn't expect, for example, lockdowns in 2020 and a global pandemic pandemic, All of a sudden, you can't go anywhere where you thought you were supposed to go. But what you can do is to lean in to the opportunities before you. We said it last week, I say it over and over. Every crisis has an opportunity. And uh, one way I like to look at it is like a nut. There's a lot of pecans right now in our area. The outside is one thing, but there is more on the inside uh, than there is on the outside. God is doing something in circumstances that seem hard, and difficult on the outside, but on, on behind the curtain, behind the scene, God is doing something. God's doing something in my heart. Of course, we sing that song. Even when I can't feel it, he's working. Even when I can't see it, uh, he's working. One of my favorite authors, uh, Bob Goff, who wrote Love Does, and he's just an incredible guy but when you get an interruption an unexpected situation you can get mad or you can take the adventure as he would say it. let go on an adventure i didn't expect this all right well let's see what this adventure is going to be i don't know you know and uh you know uh, example of someone who who got in a long line and the line was going to take and he was so mad and i got to be in this line to go this event and and then all this he says hey this is an adventure and he went and and uh, got a nice chest full of bottled water, and he just went and started handing out water to people in the lines and ended up getting to pray with some, and he said, hey, that was one of the greatest adventures of my life. I didn't stop with the uh, with the situation, but I took that detour, and uh, so much of what Jesus did was on his way to somewhere else. You know, he he's on his way to heal uh, the... Jairus' daughter, and and on the way, this woman breaks through and touches them with his garment. There's there's always these interruptions, which are often divine opportunities. God getting our attention because he has a special moment planned. The key is look for God, don't just look at the situation. Part of that means be willing to, to really think outside of the box. Instead of just saying, okay, here's all the facts and they're negative, keep asking God. God, is there something bigger here? Is there a way that I could be creative here? Is there a way that you could do something in this moment that I never thought of? And uh, uh, one other quote I loved back when Henry Ford was inventing the car and, and he was dealing with people and asking questions uh, later on, when he got the whole car thing going, uh, someone was interviewing and they were saying, well, did you listen to people? Did you ask others what they thought? And, and he made this comment. He said, if I had just asked people what they wanted, they would have said a faster horse. They wouldn't have said a new car, to invent a car. But because I was willing to think of a greater thing, uh, that changed everything. I love to ask great questions. And, you know, in my book, I hope you've read it uh, plenty too much. It's also on our website. But but I keep saying, you know, when you're in a place of need, don't ask what's in your pocket. Ask God what's in your pocket. What's in God's pocket? What is the provision you have? And And then invite God to do something over and over. Never just accept things. But say, God, what are you doing now? God, move in this. God, I believe that there are appointments for me every day. God, I believe you're up to something good. Open the eyes of my heart. You know, Ephesians 1.18. That I might see the hope of my calling, the inheritance. You have things set for me today and the great power, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. All of that is here. Maximize the moment by seeing the bigger picture is what I'm saying. Following your star, you know, as it were. Uh, While the whole world was looking at the darkness, uh, the three wise men looked at the star. You know, I like to say my star every day is is to know God better uh, and to love people stronger. God, what ways today are you teaching me how to know you better or to make other people's lives better? What way are you calling me to fulfill a purpose that I never thought of? And that brings me to the last point. Focus on other people. You know, maximizing moments almost always involves asking different questions. Not how do I feel, but how can I make a difference in the lives of others? Every time a moment is maximized, almost, it's because... Uh, someone took their eyes off themselves. You know, I, I often tell my congregation, don't just tune into the, the, the radio station WIIFM, what's in it for me, <laughs> but turn the channel to WWIFGO, what's in it, God for others. What way could I make a difference in somebody's lives? What... what what could I say? I mean, it's just, I said it again, and I won't, I'll say it again, is that is, it's often just little things that make big moments, you know? Uh, I, I went, and, you, you know, sometimes get up before my wife and she's getting her makeup on and, and I started to just go get a bottle of sparkling water and come and give it to her when she woke up. Well, she just told me how much that it meant to her. Uh, such a little thing. I was listening to Craig Rochelle talk about, as a pastor, he started to get, go in on Fridays and just just to cheer up people, he'd give them fist bumps and then he, he'd give them a gold star. He said he had no idea how much of a difference that would make. People just began to wait for their fist bump or their gold star. In fact, one lady kind of chased down his car as he was leaving the parking lot. And stopped, and he opens his window, and she said, "You forgot to give me my gold star." You know, it, it was so little, but obviously, it was so big. My son Jason just texted me yesterday just to tell me how much he loved me, and I mean, it was big, but it was little. Um, the key thing in leadership I always tell is switch from being a me leader to a they leader. I'm not here for me; I'm here for them. And how in the light of that do you wanna use me, God? And suddenly, moments become bigger. I love Robert Louis Stevenson, his famous quotes, don't judge the day by the harvest you reap, but the seeds that you sow. If you sow enough seeds, you will see miracles. How does a candle make its surroundings brighter? By lighting another candle. How does the right hand get clean? By washing the left hand. Every time you switch to how can I help? Who can I help? Your moments get bigger. The Bible says encourage each other every day, continuously. I remember my dad used to say, I'd say, Dad, uh, you know, about encouraging. who do you encourage? And he said, everybody, because everybody's having a hard time. Somewhere in their life, they might be smiling big, but... Believe me, they're suffering somewhere. And if you do that, I remember him just teaching me, if you just encourage people, you will make a difference for God. Part of that is just choosing to walk in a level of generosity. Uh, Again, abundance mindset. A mindset of, of, yes, I can make a difference. Um, Not a mindset of, what do I need to spare here, you know, what, what can I spare maybe, but how can I share? Uh, And I've told you many times, Wayne Myers is a spiritual hero and he's now 98 years old and has been a missionary for God in Mexico over 75 years. And what he's been able to do for God is just blown my mind. I mean, uh, so many churches he helped build, he's raised the dead, I mean, and he's, given away millions and millions of dollars and i just talked to him about his sort of his secret thing and he said well 75 years ago or something i decided i would never go to bed at night till i sowed a seed i would always find a way to bless i said that's the key that's the key to how god He says absolutely and he says you know when i started off it was if it was little but by faith i gave more and more and uh i would just learn to look at opportunities i've I've told some of the story but i'll never forget being going and meeting him and being in a restaurant and i found out he did this every time when it was time to pay the ticket uh, he takes up an offering for the waitress tip this is his absolute favorite part of it and he had all of us give and of course he paid for the bill but the at the end the the tiff was way more than the bill and uh, calls the girl over that was waiting on us, tells her that she's given this and wants to pray for her and she starts crying and and and, and the manager comes over and, and it's a Jesus moment. And I just said, oh, I get it now. Uh, that That could have so easily been, we had a nice meal, we gave a respectful tip and we went home, but all of a sudden it became, we had a respectful meal. We, we broke the box and, and gave a ridiculous tip and we stepped beyond that to share Jesus and God did a miracle. And if you'll begin to live that way, you'll see moments. You'll think of taking your kid out of school to play hooky with him and doing something that he never forgets or just sending that card at the right moment or making that phone call and God making divine moments that change your life and changes other lives forever the lord bless you make the most of every moment in jesus name amen thank you for joining us for this episode of pastor dale's leadership podcast it is our hope that you have been inspired in a great way we encourage you to stay tuned for future content may god bless you richly